gosh, I, I forgot I even had that in my pack. That's the fanciest part, man. If Joe flicked my ear, I'd probably kind of come in the forehead. Welcome to Kafaru Cast, everyone. I'm uh, riding solo. Frank is actually getting LASIK today. Um, but I've got my good friend, uh, Corbin, from Corbin's Archery on the mic. Corbin, what's up? Not much, man. Good talking to you. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I figured um, we've kind of let the word out a little bit. We're going to be doing um, kind of a glassing stocking seminar. Um we, we haven't given a ton of info, mostly because we've been too busy to get a flyer. So I thought, well, we should probably do a podcast to explain where, where it's at, when, what's going to happen, what we're going to teach, all that kind of kind of stuff. So this actually, Corbin, you're the one that came up with this. What, what were you thinking when you were, um, you know, kind of brainchilded this? Well, we've had our camp before and everybody wants to actually get out and get somewhere in glass and to learn from people like you that know how to glass um, and then we have Scotty who has the amazing place to go to. And we were just thinking once we started talking, like that'd be epic to get everybody actually out into the Davis mountains and to really start teaching them the way that you know how to glass the military top glassing. Um, and we thought it would be epic just to have a really true hands-on course. So, so with that, one of the things that I think uh, was funny, like Barnwell, uh, Barnwell came down and hunted with Scotty yep. and I, and he was funny cause he was like, I don't get it, dude. I don't, I don't think it's going to be worth it. And I'm like, well, what do you, what do you think we're going to teach? He's like, I don't know. How do you teach how to glass? And I was like, all right, well, I'll just kind of give you an idea. I broke it down. He's like, uh, yeah, I'm an idiot. And that's not what he said. He's like, I, I never thought of all those different, uh, you know, things. And so the, the one thing that, um, you know, people need to understand with glassing and what we will teach in this course isn't going to be just here, put your, you know, binoculars up to your eyeballs. We're going to go over the gear, like what, uh, you know, what power and when. Uh, do you need, you know, 8s, 10s, 12s, 15s, and why. Tripods, you know, all the different things that go along with that. Different systems, uh, you know, from, you know, glassing off a tripod with binoculars. What's a good mount to use? You know, general and simple stuff like that. Power of spotting scopes. Why angled over straight or straight over angled. General schoolyard stuff. Uh, the next thing we're going to yep. go over, um, you know, after we talk, you know, chromatic aberration, all the different reasons why good glass is good. And, and you know, more or less, like I said, it, it, inside of a classroom type stuff. Um, the next thing is how to glass. So, you know, from gridding, um, you know, how to grid and why to grid certain ways in certain situations. You know, sometimes you might grid left to right, sometimes bottom to top. Uh, you know, where to hold up and look maybe a little bit more than other places. How long do you glass for? Show kind of shifting over how much of a difference it makes from one position to another um, where something might pop up. And obviously, in our case, we can have some different 3D targets and like a bedded deer. And I yeah. can pretty much guarantee from 800 yards out, I can put a deer uh, in one spot and I can put 10 people out spread 100 yards apart over half of those people will not be able to see that deer and not because they are, don't, aren't capable of glassing because that deer is in a position that you cannot see unless you shift left or right. So just simple things like that. You know, once we get to the yeah. point of picking those animals apart and glassing, um, you know, and, and again, Cor, why don't you go over just, I kind of skipped ahead here the dates, um, uh, the price, what they're going to get out of it. You know, I'll go over, get, get out, we'll have some giveaways, things like that. Before I get too far ahead of myself, 
uh, the the dates, the price, and things like that. Yeah, June second, second through the fourth, and with that course, it's twenty five hundred dollars, and there are only ten spots available. Um, with a crazy huge demand on it, so June and it's going to be down in um, by um, in the Davis Mountains. Um, what's that town down there? No, it's close to it. I'm going blank. No, no, you're good. So it's it's just east of Van Horn, uh, Texas, and. Yep. You can drive, obviously, uh, fly to Midland, Odessa, or El Paso. Um, you know, obviously, we can cover more of that as far as, you know, you know, if, if a group of people, you know, two or three showed up, um, I can run down in my truck or whatever. We can grab people. We'll, we'll figure that out. But um, uh, it, it, it literally is dead center dang near between Midland, Odessa, and El Paso. Yep. So, yeah. And- we're obviously Kafaru's going to kick in uh, some give- giveaway stuff, TNK hunting gear, marsupial, Taito knives. Um, I haven't talked to Sitka yet. Try to get them to kick some stuff in. Um, you know, probably some other people will join in. I know Sig Optics uh, contacted me yesterday, uh, you know, on the rangefinder portion of it. Um, you know, so, uh, Corbin, I don't know if you have anything else lined up for that. I've, I've got some cool stuff lined up. We just need to get the pen to paper. We got some really epic type stuff with the on the glassing side getting lined out, and then also on the bow side because we aren't only glassing. We are going to cover. I'm at the presses down there, Barnwell and I and y'all. We're going to be like we're also going to work through the bows and the, the whole setup. Like we were talking about that time you were holding Kate from falling off the cliff, and he was curved all the way over the edge and shot that all dad. We're going to practice stuff like that. We're going to actually teach why we're doing our holdovers and everything else with our bows and why that third axis is so important there and, and really practice some of that as well on top of the glassing. Yeah. And, and I'll break that down now. So, you know, like I said, we're going to go over to how to glass, you know, gritting out. Well, applying that is something where Corbin, I think you really wanted to deal, you know, dig into the meat and potatoes of it is okay. Now you know how to grid, but nobody ever gets to apply it and, and actually prove or disprove certain methods. So we're going to be doing something called target detection will be one portion of the class. And if you can imagine uh, 10 people lined up left to right with binoculars or a spotter or both, and those 10 people are going to have um, a, a ridge line in front of them. And, and, and again, I'm giving kind of, I don't want to give it away totally, but uh, it's called target detection. And there'll be something like an arrow laying on the ground, a rangefinder on a rock, a shed, uh, a bino harness somewhere, you know, it's just simple things like that. A hat where you have a time limit that you have to grid relatively quickly and pick as many of those items as you possibly can. Obviously, this is a, a, not a team competition. It's individual. Uh, you're going to have a list or a notebook beside you. As you go through, there'll be 10, 15, 20 objects, and you have five minutes to pick out as many as you can. If you're in the top three for that, you're going to get a cool prize, um, meaning... You may get a Kafaro backpack or a TNK, you know, bino harness or a Taito knife or uh, whoever else we get involved. So that's going to be one portion of it. And believe it or not, you know, one of the reasons with the price tag of this, this is an epic pain in the ass to set up because, you know, yep. when, when you get down there, um, you, it's not just if we just did that portion, you could show up and, you know, hey, give me a hundred bucks. OK, so that's one portion target detection. And that is, you know, helps for speed glassing, quickly assessing what's in front of you. The next one is going to be 10 people, and there are going to be, and you, you know, you got to keep it, it's like SATs. You don't get to talk to anybody to your left and your right. And there's going to be 
3D targets different animals a long ways away, just like glassing animals on the mountainside. And you are going to apply everything we've learned as far as gritting, uh, you know, grabbing your binos, and you're going to be listing where you found those animals and what they were. Another competition that you're going to win some pretty freaking cool prizes. So that's a couple different phases of this. The next thing, which this, and, and Corbin, I'm sure you have had to deal with as much as I have, walking someone into an animal, meaning yeah. Corbin, I got, one in, I got one in the scope. All right, where's it at? Uh, it's, it's by that tree. Well, what tree? You know, okay, so you, walking someone into an animal, and Corbin, how many times have you tried? I mean, I hate to bring up wives. Initially, wife never hunted, trying to walk her into a target uh, or an animal c- can be difficult, and you find better ways to do it. How, how often have you run into that? It, yeah, quite really often, just like this year. That's why um, we were in Utah this year, and I was being walked into an animal, and you can everybody's telling me he's five feet away and they keep telling me he's right there. And I'm like, you're not telling me, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're telling me. He was actually over a hundred yards away across the drainage and they were telling me he's right, he's 20 yards away. And so it was pretty difficult. They believe. Mm. And I mean, and that's the thing like that, this is just, I mean, there's two phases of this. Like there's the, uh, the phase that Corbin's talking about of, um, not just walking someone in, I'm talking walking them in visually and then you got to walk them in on foot. So, you know, the portion like walking them in, okay, man, uh, we're going to start, okay, go to the largest, tallest tree on the ridgeline. Okay, come down 400 yards. Okay, keep coming. Big boulder. Go 200 yards to your right. There's going to be a very pronounced yucca bush. Okay, come down 20 and over five. He's right there bedded. That is difficult to do from, you know, when your buddy's beside you from a mile away. So, so teaching someone how to do that. Um, and we're going to have, um, you know, certain, um, uh, how would I say this? There will be certain um, parameters that might throw you out of that contest, meaning um, uh, I don't want to give this away so people have a, a jump on this, but you are going to have certain things that you need to walk someone into that is not me, right? We're going to have some green people there to help out that you literally have to get them right on target through the, through the optics where you're both behind spotters and you're going to have to walk them in. That's another portion of this. Uh, the next portion, um, you know, is going to be what, what Corbin uh, talked about. Uh, it, we will have Corbin, myself, Scotty, some of us will be on the ground and some of us are going to be a thousand yards away coming over a ridgeline and you have to walk us into an animal. And when I say walk us into an animal, like we are hunting. And so you've glassed the animal, you know, you've learned everything you have up to this point. Now we're getting towards the stocking portion of walking us into that animal. And all the different things I talk about, whether you're going to use a back azimuth, you're going to range certain things, uh, you know, this rock's this far away, this patch of trees is this far away, so on and so forth, and use all of that info to walk Corbin within applicable bow range, 50 yards to that animal without scaring that animal off. And Corbin or myself, if we're up on the mountain and you're walking us in, we are going to be able to tell if you actually were able to walk us in or if you gave us bad juju and info and totally flagged us to the animal, meaning you walked us in, but you didn't give us enough info while you're walking us in and the animal would have blown out. So applying everything we're talking about. 
Corbin, you got anything you want to add so far? No, I, I just, I, it's going to be such an epic camp, just learning those things and, and, and practicing those, the, those skills that are turn in to be so valuable in the future on your next hunts past what, where we are right now. Um, I'm, it's going to be epic just to, to practice that. And I think also with that, you know, we're not going to be doing this and it, uh, we're going to have some really good glassing time and we're going to have some time where the light's not perfect. And, and that's where you can see how optics, the good optics are beneficial for you. Um, as you're walking somebody in, if, if you're faded and you know, we have 30 minutes of sunlight left or it's just setting, you can't walk someone in for the last part of the stock because your optics are subpar. That'll be an issue as well. And you'll start to see the difference in the optics um, and, and how much more light you can pull out a certain, certain lenses or how the light's working at that time through the lens. Right. And, and the beauty of where we're at after we apply all this, um, you know, meaning we've, we've gone from the, uh, you know, the textbook classroom portion, the applied, the target detection, you know, walking people in, you know, all that stuff. There are animals all over on the ranch. Uh, Scotty has, we're going to also, and, and our dad are extremely hard to find. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to be able to go out and actually see who can find Mr. Owdad first. And this isn't going to be a competition. This is just going to be, all right, these things are hard to find. We're going to pull up, uh, you know, we've got 10 people. We've got six vehicles, four vehicles. We're going to pull up, break out the glass and say, all right, boys, get to it. Try to outglass me, Scotty and Corbin. Let's see if you guys, guys can find them before us to apply every, everything. And, and, you know, and the goal here is obviously to have fun, but for people the next time they head out in the mountains, to not only be able to find animals, not get headaches and things like that, and, and, and get a good glassing position set up and everything else, but be able to walk yourself into the animal or walk your buddy into the animal to be a, you know, a more effective killer once you're in the field. Oh, yeah. So, it be awesome. Yeah, it'll be good. And, you know, I didn't, um, I didn't, I didn't, it's hard to fit all of this stuff, um, you know, into a flyer, right? So I was like, I better get Corbin on this because I've had guys like, what do you teach glassing? And I'm like, okay, uh, if you're asking that question, I definitely need uh, to grab Corbin and do a little bit longer, um, you know, spiel on this so they understand because a 2,500 is, a, 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 you know, a chunk of money. But mm-hmm. to facilitate all this is an epic pain in the ass, the land and everything else, people's times and, and um, you know, so on and so forth. So Either way, um, yeah, I don't, I don't have too much to add. I mean, we're in 15 minutes. I just wanted to get a podcast out for people to listen to know. So it's the second, third, and fourth between El Paso and Van Horn, or excuse me, El Paso and Midland, Odessa. Uh, it's going to be three days. Uh, we'll have food and everything else set up. We're going to have some prizes, like I talked about, competitions. Uh, I think we're going to have some optics companies involved, potentially some, some reps and things like that to talk about the optics and why, um, you know, where the money goes when you're, when you're, um, you know, when you're purchasing those optics. And I mean, you're a big Swaro guy. How much would you say, um, that makes a difference in glassing? Uh, night and day difference. Um, just having the quality glass and you can keep seeing through it and you're not getting headaches with that. You're not straining your eyes and you can sit on them all day. And for us mule deer hunters, you know, it's all day longer. Even I guess the sheep guys, but just sitting on glass all day and having quality optics is huge after you've been on a, a dinky cheaper pair when you can finally get the pair that actually has really high quality glass and it's night and day different. Yeah. And, and I mean, that also really, even though people may spend money, it may save people money because they may be yeah. about to buy a mid range set of optics. And then they mm-hmm. find out real quick from this, um, 
uh, you know, class um, that, okay, maybe that wasn't the, the best decision, you know? So again, it, it you're going to learn, uh, you know, in multi, multiple different points of the compass um, as far as glassing goes, as well as equipment and gear. So uh, Corbin, you got anything else you want to sure. add? No, sir. That's it. I'm just, I'm beyond pumped. And now, you know, Barnwell was asking me, how are you going to teach glassing? The first thing he told me is I can't um, wait after Aaron explained that to learn everything at that camp. So it's going to be awesome. So as far as, um, you know, who to get a hold of to pay, if people want to get, uh, you know, they, they call you, like give them some info on that. So we're going to open registration in February. Um, first day of February, um, registration is open. Um, they will, we're going to have a couple of ways. We're going to have a link set up to where people can log in and pay that way. Um, and then we are going to have an option if someone needs to break it up into two payments, they can do that. Um, but two payments is the, the most, the payments that we'll do on it. Um, and then they can call our shop, um, 432-955-6059, or they can DM me on Instagram and what we'll do there is we'll set it up that way and, and get the money to the appropriate people so everything's set up correctly. Okay, cool. And if people have any more in-depth questions, um, we will have some yeah. optics there for people to use. You can get a hold of me or Corbin or, um, well, don't get a hold of Scotty because he's got too much shit going on already. Barnwell can help <laughs> out. Um, we will have some optics, uh, you know, available, um, you know, for, for people to use. Um, if you want to bring your own, that's totally okay. So if you have a set of binoculars and a, a spotter that you want to maybe put up against, um, uh, you know, the, the big glass, the big three, um, you know, specifically, you know, Swarovski, you, you can, you just bring your own and then you can get an idea of the difference with what we have. Uh, again, you know, we do want you to bring your own stuff, but we'll, we, ha we will have some stuff for people to use as well. Yeah. Um, if you have questions on that or you do want to purchase, um, you know, some Swarovski, Swarovski optics and things like that, Corbin, uh, Swarovski dealer, um, you know, I'm a huge advocate of Swaro. Um, I've had, I've had great luck with them. You know, any of the big three are good, but obviously, um, you know, Swaro definitely, you know, for my eyes is, is, is up there. So again, get a hold of Corbin if you do want to purchase some glass before we, you know, to, to have it for this class, but we will have some optics there as well. For sure. All right. Well, it's a short podcast, but I figured we better get it out there. Um, we will have more flyers details up like that as time goes on. Um, Corbin just kicked out the info. Get a hold of him for for payment, and uh, you know, like I said, as far as getting you know rides or whatever, we'll we'll get that figured out as the time gets closer. So, uh, Corbin, man, yep. I appreciate you hopping on. Thanks for everything, and I, I'm glad you kicked me in the ass to do this course. It's something I should have done a long time ago. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right, man. Take it easy. Uh, you too.